Welcome to the Seeing with Stars podcast with Stephanie Johnson, where she shares more than 30 years' experience in the world of astrology. Hi, welcome to my podcast. Merry Christmas. Now, it may not be popular for everybody to say Merry Christmas. Everything's become a hot political potato, even Christmas. I totally respect everybody's right to believe what they want to believe and to have their own religion or spiritual faith. I was brought up a Christian, an Anglican to be precise, and I'm happy to be called a Christian, although in the astrology realms, well, let's just say that's not all that popular. And then the other way around, you can imagine what in the Christian or church realms it was like to be an astrologer. So I've come to my own personal beliefs and I'm happy with that. And what I want to talk to you about today is Christmas and the astrology of it, because it very much is connected to astrology. We'll go into that, the three wise men, the magi, the wise men astrologers who followed the stars to find the baby Christ. But let's start with Christmas or Christ Mass, M-A-S-S. It's a mass that's held to commemorate the birth of Christ. To us, a child is born. And if you ask any child, when is Jesus Christ's birthday, then you will get the 25th of December. Now, this is not necessarily true. (laughs) Clearly, being 2,000 or more years ago, nobody actually knows when Jesus Christ was born. Now, you may not believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, but perhaps you believe in Jesus Christ, the historical figure. So when was he born? Well, we do have some clues astrologically. But let's go back to Christmas Day. Why was that chosen? Well, it's all to do with the solstice. And in my astrology friendship circles and colleague circles, the solstice is what is very much rated at this time of year. So when the sun first enters Capricorn, the winter solstice for the Northern Hemisphere. And of course, what better time to have some sort of celebration to kind of lift the spirits than in the middle of a cold winter in the Northern Hemisphere? Our beach Christmases down in Australia may not make quite so much sense. The thing that I find quite so wonderful about Christmas is that it really has transcended the boundaries of beliefs. You know, even if you are a Buddhist or Jew or Hindu or whatever, and you live in a Western country where Christmas is celebrated, you are hard-pressed not to get into the whole spirit of Christmas fortunate in that I very much have some spiritual beliefs connected with Christmas so it is a special time of the year for me and not just the ho 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 Santa Claus or the running around and spending money on commercial things it is a very spiritual time it's a time for consideration for blessings for celebration for joy some Christmases are not joyous sometimes you've had a grief you've had something that's gone wrong you are stressed, you're not able to actually be that wonderful, happy Christmas type being. And that's to be commemorated as well. I don't think Christmas is about having to put on a happy face. 
But if you are going through a really positive time in your life, it's a wonderful time to count your blessings. I also want to acknowledge the pressure that Christmas sometimes puts on parents to provide that perfect Christmas for the kids. Fortunately, most kids are just really happy to see you can do things for nothing, like go down to the local street where they have all the Christmas lights. Don't you bless those people who have those lights out and have gone to all the trouble of putting them out. So you as a parent don't necessarily have to be that person lighting up your house. You can go and share in the communal spirit, which is Christmas and which is one of the things I love about it. So decorating homes, exchanging gifts, organising get-togethers can be a lot of work, but also a crucial part of this Christmas festival. And you can take it in turns. You can share this rather than passing on some sort of have to or burden of having to get things done. I grew up in a household with somebody who absolutely adored Christmas, but I didn't necessarily like every single Christmas. And so having to be merry, having to be happy all the time was not something that I was entirely comfortable about. And so I totally want to acknowledge that Christmas is a very personal thing, just as our religious and spiritual beliefs are. Christmas season starts in Sagittarius and then, of course, it moves into Capricorn. And I'm getting a bit carried away and segueing into all the Sagittarius type soapbox. So let me get back to Christmas, Christ and the relationship between astrology and the birthday of Jesus Christ. Now, that has been established by the fact that three wise men were travelling in search of a new king, Jesus Christ, and they were guided by a star. Now, they must have been looking for a star in the first place to be guided by it. And let's go back to those times where there's no social media, no TV, nothing like that, and people were very much reliant on nature, the weather, and they were guided by the stars. The ships were guided by the stars and these astrologers, wise men, magi were also guided by the stars and they knew that there was going to be a big, if you like, star show and that this likely heralded something that was very big in terms of a king or somebody prominent coming to planet Earth. In actual fact, it wasn't the stars, it was planets. The three wise men were looking for the planet Jupiter. Jupiter, in astrology, rules kings. Jupiter is also very bright, a bright planet, or if you want to call it a bright star, but something bright that lights up in the night sky. We don't know the exact year, the exact birth year for Jesus Christ. We don't actually know the date, but astrologers do do some searching because we look at this great conjunction, which I'm about to talk about, so Jupiter in the night sky, but along with another planet, and we can also work backwards from the crucifixion. The crucifixion, we're told, there was darkness as Jesus Christ passed away. Now, this is likely to be some sort of an eclipse. So you can start to do research, and you can start to go back and forward in the heavens, if you like, with the planets and the stars, and you can get an idea of when Christ was born. But let's go back to these three wise men. 
They weren't just looking for Jupiter, they were looking for what is called a great conjunction. So Jupiter and Saturn together. Now there was a great conjunction in 7 BC, so some astrologers purport that 7 BC could have been the year in which Christ was born. Now a great conjunction is when the planets Jupiter and Saturn come together. And great conjunctions take place regularly every 18 to 20 years. And this is because of the way that Jupiter and Saturn orbit around the sun. A greatest conjunction is another thing again. So it's a conjunction or a joining of Jupiter and Saturn at or near opposition to the sun. So in this scenario, Jupiter and Saturn, you'll start to see the relevance here, will occupy a place opposite the sun and therefore in the night sky appear very brightly. Imagine a full moon. This is when the moon is opposite the sun and the moon's lit up. It's full. It's bright. We have the same sort of thing happening with Jupiter and Saturn. We've got magi, wise men, astrologers, who probably were the wisest of people back in those days because they had the liberty to really study not just astrology but philosophy, all sorts of things. So 2,000 years ago, these wise men had intimate knowledge of the planets and the stars. They know that this conjunction is going to portend or predict something really big. Not common. But what I think is really wonderful is that this conjunction occurred in the sign Pisces. And in the particular area that Jesus was born, the area of Palestine, Jesus was born in that area and that area is ruled by Pisces. So the three kings, the three wise men knew what they were talking about. And why do I like the fact that it's in Pisces? Well, because we see that symbol of the fish being one for Christianity, the birth of Christ, Pisces, Christianity. As I've said over and over again, I just love the synchronicity, how everything ties in. And when you look at things like the Christmas tree, what does that symbolise? Christianity, like many other ancient wisdom teachings, like many other faiths, has symbols. And when we look into these symbols and look into these rituals, they really are cram-packed with meaning. So a Christmas tree is a symbol of Christ. And one of the things that I remember reading many, many years ago, and I thought, that's fascinating, the Christmas lights that you see on the tree, that used to be the Christmas baubles, so the different colours, supposedly in some sections of society represented the chakras, which I talked about in my last podcast. So I love seeing the connections. The evergreen nature of a Christmas tree symbolises in the middle of winter the undying spirit of Christ. So again, perhaps why they chose the middle of winter for Christmas celebrations. And of course, why do we decorate with a star? Well, because it's that star or those two planets that guide men, women, to Christianity, if that's your choice. If you've been to church, 
to an Anglican church or a Catholic church, and maybe it's true in other religions that I don't know of, then you will have perhaps smelt the incense. What is that? It's frankincense and myrrh, the gifts that were taken, which were of great richness back in the day. Frankincense and myrrh, and they're in the gold container that swung back and forth. And I've, sorry, I've forgotten the name of it, but it swung back and forth in the church to give that, well, I love it, that beautiful incense smell. Again, that symbolism going back 2,000 years. So there's some beautiful things about Christmas that we can embrace again if we want to. So many people don't embrace Christmas. I'm going to do just a little bit of a fun, fun thing now, but you might find it very, very true in your own family. Once you understand astrology, it certainly gives you a lot more tolerance for friends and family and even co-workers because it shows you where they are in their own personal journey and why they perhaps respond the way they do. I was just watching with my granddaughter the other day the uh, Grinch, the Grinch um, cartoon. And oh my gosh, he was so Capricorn. I can't help doing that as an astrologer. I go, oh, you're so Virgo or you're so Aries or you're so this. Let me see if I can give you a little bit of a clue as to why some of the people in your family or friendship group react the way they do. Aries. Aries are going to be either totally into Christmas, like, are you ready? Are you ready for Christmas? Have you got everything ready? Or they're going to be totally last minute because they've got no patience for it. It's going to depend, and a lot of these astrological relations are going to depend a little bit on belief systems as well. But Aries individuals love action. So they're either going to take off to the world unknown because they don't want to know anything about Christmas. I am so fed up with the Christmas rush and everybody doing what they want. I'm going to do what I want. Or they're going to be totally into it, building the biggest Christmas tree. They're going to be the ones out. What's that movie with um, Tim Allen, you know, where they, they're just competing with their neighbours to get the biggest lights and the most beautiful display out. It's that very much that Aries me first. Now, with Taurus, it's going to be a different thing. I would say that most Taurians would be into Christmas if they are in the Christian faith or in the Christian community because they're traditionless. How they go about it is going to depend a little bit on their nature, but Taurus are usually very practical and very resourceful when it comes to material things. So they may be totally into preparing baked goods and looking at the Christmas dinner and getting everything ready. They're going to want their homes to be very comfortable for guests and for themselves. Depending on their bank balance, they're either going to get the most beautiful gift they can for you or they're going to make that beautiful gift for you. But they're certainly going to be, I would have thought, into gift giving. And again, it could be baked goods or things that they've done themselves, hand-making cards, beautiful things but they really love that kind of grounded, earthy Christmas, the natural pine tree as opposed to the plastic one. Gemini, these people are going to have so much fun with Christmas. They might be a little bit more into Santa and the elves than the whole spiritual religious side of Christmas, but they are going to love the parties and flitting from place to place. 
for Gemini friends and family members are very unlikely to be prepared for Christmas. They are more likely to be running around at the last minute getting vouchers and doing things like that because they've gone, oh my gosh, is it already Christmas? They're the ones who are going to ring you up if you've been having a, or text you, if you've been having a Christmas do going on and saying, oh, do you mind if I just come for half an hour or an hour because I've got this other thing I've got to go to? Or what time was it again? It's on the invitation. <laughs> Your Gemini is also going to be the life of the party, the delightful Tinkerbell or Peter Pan entertaining everyone. Now, Cancerians are going to be a bit like Taurus, like the traditional Christmas, or if not, they're going to want to escape to the nearest lake or nearest ocean and just kind of seep up the water and nature. But if they're into Christmas, these are the people who are going to, again, love the food and the drink and create family memories. And they're going to be really, really good at creating memories for little kids. Uh, they know that the spirit of Christmas comes out very much so for children. And they're also going to want their pets, their fur babies to be included. This is a family photograph that you get in your Christmas card where it's got the family, the Christmas tree and the um, dog or the cat with the Santa Claus hat on. It's just so Cancerian. They're so warm and loving and inclusive. Those deck the halls. Get the lights and a bit like the Aries if they're really into it. Let's get into the parties, the celebration, the dressing up, the putting on some bling. Let's have some Christmas spirit as in drinking, eating. Yes, but more for the merrymaking and more for the celebration and more for the fun. Leos can make Christmas very, very fun. They're the ones who come in your front door on Christmas Day with, you know, some sort of jingle playing or ho 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 merry christmas everyone they'll certainly make an entrance a little rider there because some leos can be a little bit more introverted but these are going to be the ones nevertheless who have really warm hearts and you'll know that you're welcome at christmas time now let's look at virgo this is a really interesting one it's going to go two ways firstly let's say it's a virgo who believes in christmas then this is the person who's going to want to get everything just right, who's going to be looking up recipes and looking up natural things and making sure that everybody's going to be included way ahead of time. They're going to have their Christmas presents wrapped. They're going to have everything organised. They may even have time to clean out their cupboard before everyone comes on Christmas Day. That's the Virgo who's into Christmas. The one who's not is going to be very sceptical. There is a sceptical side to Virgo. So the Bar Humbug Scrooge could be a Virgo. Might be a Capricorn, but it could be a Virgo. And so this person hopefully will go along, will go with the flow with the rest of the family. But this is the one person who might say, well, hang on, I'll bring such and such on Christmas Day and I'll turn up at two o'clock, but they'll also be the first to leave have somebody in your family with a Virgo sun sign you want a good dose of something else if you're wanting them to go with the flow at Christmas time. Librans are the people who can really bring people together at Christmas. So you'll find the Libran person is the diplomat. They're usually the one who is doing the hospitality. Not always if you're a family who takes turns but Librans usually like to 
socialize and to have everybody in harmony and for everybody to come along and for all the fighting or the infighting in the family to be put to one side. So if one person says, I'm not coming, the Libran will say, no, no, you need to come. Everybody needs to come. It's Christmas. May also be the ones who want to have the little party games and other things to kind of brighten Christmas up a bit. I find Scorpios a little bit of a mystery at Christmas time. If they believe in Christmas and if they're very family oriented, then this is going to be the person who's very resourceful and very into Christmas in a kind of quiet and maybe an intense way. But this is a person who can also say, Oh, I saw ham was on special down at wherever and you can get it really cheap there or have you done your Christmas shopping yet or what would you like for Christmas so they don't want to waste resources either so they want to get something that somebody really wants if they're giving gifts they're also Scorpios and Taurus are also the sort of people who say well let's do a Kris Kringle so we're not buying you know gifts for everyone let's really go in and hone in on the Christmas giving ritual and spirit your Taurus and your Scorpio and perhaps Leo are the sorts of people who, if they are Christian, are the ones who want to go to midnight mass or actually go, even if they never go to church any other time. It's like, no, we need to be into the real spirit of Christmas. Whereas Leo can be also, well, I'm going to dress up as Mother Christmas or Father Christmas because it's that is also the spirit of Christmas. Sagittarians go overboard at the best of times so if they're the ones holding the Christmas celebrations you know you're in for a great party everything supplied nothing spared to do Christmas you're all in if you're not going to do Christmas then you travel to some remote place or some outlandish place and send everybody a postcard saying having a wonderful time Sagittarians when they're into Christmas they really are Father Christmas is that gift-giving, benevolent, generous side to the Sagittarian. If they're not into Christmas, they're the ones that are going to race to the hill. Capricorns can be Bar Humbug, Scrooge, Grinch. They can also be very, very traditional. So again, it's going to depend a little bit on their personal beliefs. The Capricorn who really is under sufferance at Christmas is going to be the one who dutifully gets everything out, makes sure it's all done right, but also kind of disappears into the background and does the dishes or stacks the dishwasher and kind of is looking at their watch after a couple of hours thinking, what, you're all still here? I'm laughing because we do have one of those in our family. Love him to bits and pieces, but it is so funny at Christmas time. It's like, oh, here we go again. It's that time of year. And, of course, don't forget, like the Sagittarians, the Capricorns often have their birthday around Christmas time. So they get a double dose of celebration and they get all the family they want. The Capricorns also like traditions. So they do like to know that everybody's kind of doing their thing. So you don't want to take the grumbling too seriously if there is grumbling. It's kind of like, oh, grumble, 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 you're all here. But just wait, if you didn't turn up, there'd be a much louder roar. Aquarians may or may not believe in Christmas. It doesn't matter. They like to catch up with people. They like to drink the night away, either alcohol or non-alcohol. 
they like to mingle and discuss things and they may not have a particular plan. They may not be the ones who cook the perfect dinner, but they're certainly going to say, come on round, bring a salad, I'll put the barbecue on. Or And, and you must admit that I am talking about Christmas from a down under Christmas on the beach point of view. If you're in winter, maybe Capricorns like Christmas a lot better when it's in the middle of winter. I don't know. They are a winter type of person. I'm not saying they like the cold. I'm just saying there's something about winter that they find comforting if they're born in the Northern Hemisphere. So, the Aquarius. This is not the person who is necessarily paying attention to every detail of Christmas. Oh, she'll be right. We'll be right. It's a saying in Australia. She'll be right, mate. They are going to really nevertheless enjoy the networking and the communicating. Now Pisces, this is really interesting because Pisces often, when we get to Christmas time, they're often in a helping profession. These are the people who are really thinking about, and Virgos can be a bit like this as well from a practical point of view. Virgo and Pisces is opposite, but they might have opposite reasons, but they're the ones who could be down looking after the lonely, the disenfranchised, working in the soup kitchen. The Virgo is more likely to be actually doling out the soup and doing practical things in the kitchen. The Pisces is likely to be there listening to the story, connecting, making sure that people feel warm and included. At home, the Pisces are going to be the ones who maybe feel a little bit overwhelmed by the enormity of Christmas, the expectations, because there is well, there are a lot of expectations that come, at least in Australia they do, with, you know, making Christmas just right for little kids and for everyone. So the Pisces are going to really want to kind of float through Christmas. You know, maybe let's have our traditions of watching Christmas movies or listening to Christmas music. Find ways to relax and do Christmas, says Mr or Ms Pisces. This has given you a little bit of fun, a little bit of a hint of the zodiac signs and Christmas. And I hope it's also given you permission to celebrate or not celebrate in any way that you would like. Thanks for listening. I'm Steph Johnson. Thank you for listening to Seeing With Stars podcast with Stephanie Johnson. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit Stephanie's website at www.seeingwithstars.net. You can follow her on Twitter or Instagram at Seeing The Stars. You're also welcome to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, may the stars shine on your path. <laughs>